It Some is, of the mods I've seen for it, would it have been better if you played the game with all the zombies in it being Teletubbies? <laughs> the only the only one that I've seen... Or, well, well, what's funny is that there's not in many zombies either. That's that's another thing. It's well, just okay, like, so there's there's a mod I know that turns all the zombies that and during that portion into Teletubbies, and then uh, makes <laughs> makes Chris's head into a baby doll's head. I seen this, yeah. And then the fly swatter <laughs> to smack the tall lady. So I seen that. <laughs> I, actually, now that I think about it, because I remember very specifically when those zombie esque creatures. You know, you're in the little dungeon area, and they come shambling out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if my graphics were better, that might have been a little bit more scary. It was still kind of like, Ugh. but I guess a Teletubby coming out of the darkness would be fucking <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> like this sh- shambling Teletubby just coming out of the darkness, because dolls are creepy as shit. Like you know, that's true. Like, like- What's up, everyone? Welcome into Lighthearted Gamers. This is episode 43. I'm your host, Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully, you're having an absolutely incredible day. Whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast over at our YouTube channel, Sparky3. It's almost here, ladies and gentlemen. This is the final episode of Lighthearted Gamers before E3. At the time we're recording, it is one week away. By the time this is posted, just a few days and Summer Games Fest kicks off. E3 20, uh, 2021 kicks off. It's a great time to be a gamer. It's nice to have that feeling back in the air. It almost feels like we're about to wake up on Christmas morning and you know just get all these incredible gameplays, um, new announcements for stuff. It's going to be an absolutely incredible time. I feel like everyone can agree with me on that opinion, including the man that's with me as always the man that runs the cameras behind this wonderful operation whose opinions are much better than mine my co-host at anime plus and here at lighthearted gamers zach zach how are you doing today i'm doing good i'm gonna have to disagree with you i feel always e3s always feels like it's weeks before christmas and like you see it in the bag and you know it's gonna get wrapped (laughs) and you can't you get it yet right and you gotta wait for it that's what e3 is to me okay you know what that's fair that's fair to me, it feels almost like Christmas morning. I just want to know what's going on. I want to know what's next. That's how it feels to me. But I see your point. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, we do have a guest here today, a new voice here on the show that you have not heard before. But if you listen to Lighthearted Gamers, uh, then you, you've you heard a story about this man uh, two episodes ago. It was actually the preview clip of the episode where we talked about him and how he feels towards you know Resident Evil. And we also told the pizza story in that episode as well. Hope you guys enjoyed that. And that man is my good friend, Jimmy. Jimmy, how are you doing today? day i'm doing well how are you thank you for having me on man i'm glad to have you on jimmy is one of if not the most opinionated person i have ever met personally this man can drop some fire opinions and that's why i wanted him on the show i feel like he's going to be able to really jump in have a good time with us just kick back talk about video games i feel like it's going to be a lot of fun having him here on the show Hopefully he enjoys it well. Hope you guys enjoy him on the show also. Um, so for today's episode, uh, we are actually going to talk to Jimmy about Resident Evil Village. He's beaten it one and a half times, he said. Uh, so we're going to be going over that, uh, get his thoughts on it. He's going to rate the game. Recommend if you should pick it up at full price, maybe wait for a sale. We'll see. Uh, we, we're also going to be giving uh, some E3 predictions here at the end of the show. Uh, me and Zach got you know, a couple things maybe lined up. If Jimmy's got anything he wants to yeet out there, feel free. But just some predictions about possibly some stuff that's not obvious that's going to come 
as well as just some general news on E3 that we're going to go over. The full schedule is pretty much here. And we also have some news involving some PS5 games now being confirmed to be cross-gen. We're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. Uh, but first and foremost, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like the video and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can go follow us at Twitter at LHGamersPodcast. We would appreciate that follow. Uh, you can also go check out my other podcast, Animan Plus. Follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. And lastly, if you want to support us further, don't feel obligated to, but if you want to, the Patreon is a great way to do so. We'd greatly appreciate that. We've got a few extra dollars under the couch cushion you want to throw our way. Thank you. But if not, hey, that's fine. Just be a friend, tell a friend that you're listening to the show. Um, with all that said, Jimmy, so Resident Evil Village, you know, huge game that's recently come out. It's taken the internet by storm, especially with Tall Lady. Uh, everyone loves Tall Lady, and it's now become the highest grossing Resident Evil game in Capcom in Capcom's history. Um, so talk about it. How's, how's the game been for you? Uh, you know, as we heard from John, you have been screaming, having a good time at this game. You know, you're, you know, you've admitted to me personally before that you're not the best like horror type of game. So how has this game been treating you? Beat it one and a half times. So, I mean, you must like it, right? Hey, before you start, Jimmy, I do want to ask, what are you playing it on? That's also a good question. Oh, I was I was playing on my PC, which which was much much crappier than I thought it was. So, <laughs> the PC itself. So when I when I pulled up the graphics, it, there's this handy little you know, and I'm not a tech person, you know this. Yeah. So it's like GPU usage, and then there's a number and another number, and they were very fucking close, <laughs> and they were very bright red. So I had to turn everything all the way down to as low as it could possibly go so it wouldn't crash my shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you I are due for a like computer that. upgrade at some point. So it's just a graphics card. It's oh, just okay. a graphics card. It's okay. apparently six years old. I had no idea. Dang. Gotcha. So, yeah, because I didn't build it. My buddy Shaft took it. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, yeah, overall, yeah. How's the, how's, besides that, how's the game been for you? I mean, it's... it's it. <sighs> it almost it sounds mixed. It, it, it I mean, the game itself is serviceable to play i mean i guess but it's just as far as a resident evil game it's just it's just gone way past what you would expect it's just it's just it's just goofy ridiculous terribleness and also for capcom's highest selling game of all time or whatever for resident you know, evil well for resident evil whatever still capcom one of the biggest game makers in on the planet sure the writing is fucking atrocious. The, really, the, the the voice acting is fucking atrocious. It is just, it's just, it's just stupid. Okay. And also some design choices that they made. There was one point towards I think about three quarters of the way, almost towards the end of the game, and a buddy of mine, Josh, was, you know, I was streaming to him, and you know, because I'm too much of a bitch to play horror games by myself, so I'm just like, <laughs> as long as I got somebody in my head, like this, just like there, it makes it better for me. See, for anyone listening, so, I did not throw him under the bus when I said that two episodes ago. He yeah. admi he admits it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were watching it, and and both of us, when this thing in the game occurs, both of us are just like, get the fucking fuck out of here that is the dumbest shit i've ever seen in my life and like it wasn't even like like cheesy goofy good it was just so fucking dumb that i was like there was a person a well-paid person who sat in front of a board in a room of designers and was like this is my idea and all of those other fucking people were like this is a good idea. Let's do it. That, yes. That's where you're wrong, Jimmy, because I f highly feel like this one 
got struck by COVID. So no one was in a room together. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They yeah. were all in a that, Zoom call true. with no pants on going, that looks like true. a good idea. It almost but sounds I can't like, see it. It seems really blurry. It's, it's almost like that that uh, Nicolas Cage video where he accepts every role. It's like being Nicolas Cage's, uh, you know, agent, whatever. It's just like, you know, the most ridiculous role on the planet. He's just like, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, it almost sounds yeah. like it's that. Yes. They were like, no wrong answers on this one. Like, just come up with whatever the fuck you got. And then this is what they took. Like, it's it's just... You know, I don't want to be spoiler or anything, but it's just really fucking stupid. <laughs> from from beginning to end, it's just stupid. No, I mean, I, I would say the 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 game again. Trying not to spoil stuff here, you know, the game is broken down um, into, I guess, quadrants really. Um, and the best portion is the the early game, like the the basically the first area that you go into is by far the most engaging, the most interesting, and even that was just kind of. Eh. So pretty much the area that was probably developed and worked on before COVID hit, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, probably be accurate. yeah, I mean, I probably. I mean, why? I, mean, I don't know. I really don't know how game development is. Is you know, are you know, this team is working on this section because the game is split up. I see what they were trying to do. I actually read an article from the the director that he said he wanted it to be kind of like a carnival, you know. So like you go in, you have like you got your fun house here, you got your roller coaster here, you got your you know. So there are portions of the game that feel very different than each other because that's by design. But it was still just done. Meh. Here's a question for you because I've seen a lot of people on the internet just completely trash this part of the game. How is the factory? Is that like the worst part? Because I've heard it's the worst. Well, the the thing that I'm referencing was in the factory. In the part. factory, okay. Yeah, it's in the factory. Because I've, I've heard the factory um, is just like way too long, just not that entertaining. That's what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, you know, I guess if they had done more like actual puzzles and stuff like that, instead it's just, you know, clear this floor, go to the next floor. Clear this floor, go to the next floor, ad nauseum. And the the enemy of that area is, again, the main reference of the bad voice acting. It's just, some people say it's, you know, it's intentional. You know, you're supposed to be overacting and, you know, yada, yada. It's just, it whatever they were going for, it was just fucking, it's just like, this is ridiculous. I can't take any of this serious. I don't give a shit about the story or the characters or anything in it because it's just fucking ridiculous. So basically at that point in the game, you kind of really lost interest? Oh, I was, well, we were, yeah. We, I, I would I would say, I would say maybe, a, I guess after the, the castle portion, like mm -hmm. basically the majority of the game was just kind of like, you know, this sort of hurts me because I feel like 8 got such a big push because of how good 7 was and right. just the new dynamic because those was the thought to me that came to me the other day was just how the Resident Evil games have changed because when you look at it, 1 through 3 was the old um, go points, kill zombies to collect stuff with the fixed camera angles, which really screwed you. So pretty much all the games between Resident Evil 1 and 3 plus all spinoffs were like that. Then you hit four, which was the first uh, over-the-shoulder action adventure one in the town and having to take care of the dreaded child that everyone hated. <laughs> A giant game for one big escort mission. Basically. Um, then you had that, the action over-the-shoulder stuff for games four through six and and all the spinoffs there. And then, then we got seven, which was the first person bringing back sort of that horror aspect mm -hmm. that was the family. I mean, I will admit that what they were going for was, I mean, I get it. 
Resident Evil 4 is my favorite game, which is the over-the-top, goofy action bullshit. Yes. Everybody knows that that's a just everything in there is, like, real goofy and whatever. But for, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm fucking older now. You know, God, Resident Evil 4 is, like, what, fucking, like, 10, 15 years old? Yes. The game's old as shit. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's just then, like, my rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. are, like, looking upon that all fondly. And they were absolutely trying to, and you've seen it on all the articles and everything it's supposed to be a mashup of seven yeah. and four because they were like four was a high blight seven they were i guess surprised at how well that did yeah in terms of how well it was received and so they're like well fuck it let's just do you know yeah. best of both worlds and it just didn't it didn't it didn't come over it didn't come across well in, yeah. in my opinion Resident- i mean i know a lot of people like it a lot of people are down with it it's just it's sort of nice to hear though, because Resident Evil does sort of have the ridiculous moments. Like four was good. I didn't play with four. It was very enjoyable. I agree with you. There was moments where you're just like, what? Yeah, it was just yeah, <laughs> and, just the um, just the cheesiest highs of just action movie explosion. Yeah. Let's just turn that up to eleven, and that's what it what the whole and game was. What that makes me think of is because I played a lot of five too, and five had the infamous on the last boss battle, the punch the rock. <laughs> Do you remember that, Jimmy? I, I, well, I, I had forgotten it until I started seeing all of the memes because of Chris's portrayal in this game. Yes. And him being, you know, the boulder puncher or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, shit, I'd forgotten all about that. I did it because I had to punch that thing so damn hard. I, li- I liked 5, too, honestly. I like, mean, 5 was fun. It was very much more actiony than skill I mean, horror. 5 was like, and 5 was ridiculous, too. Like, there was, what? what was it? Fucking, you, you're fighting Wesker and you're yeah. like shooting rockets and you're yes. just like catching them and like throwing <laughs> them back at you or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, that was all fun and good. It's just, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I just, I think, I think, I, I guess maybe I'd have more investment in it if it literally had any of the actual characters from Resident Evil's like 20 something years of, <laughs> like, other than just. Fucking Chris. Like, right, Ethan Winters right. is, like, the worst protagonist of anything ever, forever. You never yeah. see his fucking face. All he does is just vocalize what you're literally seeing on the screen. It's like, bitch, I don't need you to parrot what I'm seeing. Like, I get that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So... Well, what what would you what would you rate this game? You know, from the sound of it, this is very critical of the game, which you know, which is a good thing. One reason why I like having you on the show for this, because I mean, for the most part, I've seen pretty good reviews for this game for the most part, which I guess is mostly thanks to Tall Lady, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, like, what would you rate she is this? One of the best things about the game. Right, well, that's good to know. I assume she's on the first part. She is in the first part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that they realized how popular and how. Astral. Oh, they should like, have known. It just, it was they just had to know. At, like, insane how, how her popularity rocketed, and they were just like, oh, shit, bitch is only in the first part of the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> so They had to know. But, yeah, so how would you rate the game out of 10? Uh, would you recommend people waiting for a sell price? Would you say don't buy it at all? Would you say go ahead and buy it at full price? What, 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 how would you? I mean, I'd say the game is worth playing. I, okay. mean, I mean, if you're, if you're a, like, just a, like an action first person type of fan. It's just, I mean, again, if it wasn't Resident Evil, it'd be totally fine or whatever. I guess it's just tied to the lore. So I would right. say, I would say, yeah, it's definitely worth playing. I wouldn't buy it for $60. Um, or even the next generation price of 70. Oh, fuck. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. So, no. you know, wait for a sell price then. Yeah. I would, I would say, I would say 40 at most, but okay. you know, but um, I would say if I had to give it a numbered, 
rating? Thing, I, yeah, I would say like five out of ten. Five out of ten. Wow, yeah, well, very out critical. Out okay, Jamie, one last thing I do want to ask. Five is the middle of the road. People, um, people tend to think that you know five is it some was, of the mods I've seen for it. Would it have been better if you played the game with all the zombies in it being Teletubbies? <laughs> the only, the only one that I've seen. Or well, well, what's funny is that there's not in many zombies either. That's that's another thing. It's well, just okay, like, so there's uh, there's a mod I know that turns all the zombies that and during that portion into Teletubbies, and then uh, makes <laughs> makes Chris's head into a baby doll's head. I've seen this, yeah. And then the fly <laughs> swatter to smack the tall lady. So I've seen that. <laughs> uh, actually, now that I think about it, because I remember very specifically when those zombie esque creatures. You know, you're in the little dungeon area, and they come shambling out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if my graphics were better, that might have been a little bit more scary. It was still kind of like, Ugh. but I guess a Teletubby coming out of the darkness would be fucking <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> like this sh- shambling Teletubby just coming out of the darkness, because dolls are creepy as shit. Like you know, that's true. Like, like you know, that's why Five Nights at Freddy is so fucking popular because those things are creepy. Um, but uh, I, the only one that I've seen is the fly swatter, and. To me, I was just like, oh, this is real stupid. But then when you hear that perfect, <laughs> like when, it's just like smack. And she's like walking around, you know, and it's a, it's a, a thing. She's trying to kill you. She yeah, gets yeah. near you and she's like, she's going to like murder you. And you're just like, the guy in the video is just like, <laughs> and he dances around and just slapping her ass. It was just hilarious. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, you know, one random thing, I shout this out a while back when it was revealed, but you know, you mentioned, uh, five nights at Freddy's. One of the most horrifying things that I've seen out of five nights, uh, at Freddy's is like the, is like the reveal trailer for the new one. Yeah. And I remember watching this and the character turns around and one of the toys is doing like a marathon sprint running at them. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that is horrifying. I didn't know that they, what is there like? Seven of those now. <laughs> I don't even know what what number. Well, there's on. quite a few actually. They just released on pretty much everything a yep. custom Five Nights where you can make choose whatever map you want, how many days, and which of the many uh, animatronics you want to come try and hunt you down. I mean, I know of the game, but I'll be honest. It's a phone game, a shitty little phone game from way, way back. I was too much of a bitch to play that. I was just like, this is making me nervous. Delete. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> hey, at least you're honest, man. <laughs> All right, so with his uh, with his rating out of the way and stuff, resident, you know, hopefully you guys can take that and you know look into it yourself and see if it's going to be something you know if, it's, if he's on the mark for you, you know, yeah, he says play it, but just get it at a sell price. Uh, so do your own research on that. Uh, let's hop into the news. Uh, the first thing here on the slate is the day that this podcast comes out. Uh, part one of the caves and cliffs update for Minecraft is set to be released finally. That's actually pretty exciting, uh, Jimmy. I know you're probably going to hop on and test it out. Uh, you've been playing a lot of Minecraft with our friends. We have a, a, a mm-hmm. server that our friend has. Uh, so are you looking forward to checking that out on Tuesday? You gonna you plan to play it Tuesday? You're going to wait a couple days? You're going to jump right into it? Oh, I mean, I'll be, I mean, I've, I've been on a lot lately. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we've got like a, it's like four or five of us that are on there, like pretty it's regularly. A, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, that always makes it more fun and worth, mm. worth actually getting on and doing anything. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely I'll be on. Um, M's explanation though is that like most of the actual, like, it's going to be like, you know, not actual, like biomes things like yeah, that. yeah that's know, they split it up or whatever mm-hmm. so like i guess i actually don't know what to expect with the, with the because i you know she put the trailer know, well the yeah, trailer yeah. and the, like a list of all the things that will be releasing with it but i kind of like to like just, just find, find out for yourself yeah, yeah so yeah. i really don't know how much is going into the game or how much it will actually change right you know 
I'm looking forward there. to it when the whole thing's out because I've seen like the the trailer for the entire thing and the biomes like the like the uh, like the underground caves and stuff. Do yeah, with the stalactites and stalagmites. Yeah. I did see a brief video. Of yeah, that, that, that looks that awesome. Stuff, yeah, it looks very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so looking forward to seeing that. Uh, we will finally get to see uh, Battlefield Six. It's set to be officially revealed on the ninth. So. And we're going to see how that one's going to go. You know, or, or keep in mind, Battlefield 6 originally was teased to be the next-gen experience for Battlefield. That was how they, they marketed it up until recently where they said, oh, by the way, it's going to be on previous-generation consoles as well. So we'll see how the gameplay reveal is for that uh, coming up on June 9th. Uh, Far Cry 6, uh, here's a little interesting little piece of news for you guys, uh, will be the first game in the series since the second game to not include the map editor in arcade mode. Thank God. So, rip to that. Um, now, this one kind of caught my eye. This next piece of news caught my eye. Because I thought this was very interesting. So, you know, we all know of the disaster that was uh, Cyberpunk in terms of how, how it ran on consoles and, you know, even on PC at times. Poorly. But, uh, you know, what some people might forget is Cyberpunk was not the first. Okay. Cyberpunk was not the first to fall fall prey to this brutally. The first, well, not this, this, this one's not even the first either, but another game that came before this was Crisis. You know, those games, very heavy demand. Yes, they very, were. Very heavy demand for the, for the system. Um, you know, Crisis Remastered came out for the Switch, which blew me away that that worked at, at 30 FPS. Like, whatever. Okay. But we did get the announcement of Crisis Trilogy uh, is going to be coming to Switch, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, and also a little tidbit for the ones who may have purchased Crisis 1 Remaster, you can actually buy 2 and 3 separately. So if you if you already bought the first one, don't don't sweat it. You don't have to buy all three here. But man, with it going to the Switch, like this has got to be like a Switch Pro thing only, right? Like it, it like Crisis like Cry. I mean, I understand the first one actually worked on the Switch, but it didn't work like beautifully. You know, as a lot of games don't. You know, like this. Like I know Doom, it works on the Switch. It's not like over the top, but it does work. You know, Crisis kind of the same way. Crisis Trilogy. You know, if we do get the confirmation of the Switch Pro here sometime in the near future, like would that would that potentially be like a, a Switch Pro only title? You know, kind of like they've done before with the with the new 3ds i don't know you know what what do you guys have any takes on crosses trilogy you guys gonna you guys gonna I check mean, it out you want to check it out i don't think it would be just switch pro just because yes crisis did have that uh, when it originally came out back in i think it was like 98 or some crap like that uh, or 2000 actually now that i think about it where it was above the capable specs of a computer at the time mm -hmm. you literally had to build a computer specifically to play crisis mm -hmm. i mean those specs at that time were over the top, and nowadays, not so much. I mean, upscaling it a bit, sure. But um, I don't feel like any of the Crisis games at this point in time is that over the top going to destroy your system <laughs> not at this set time. Not going to set it on fire. <laughs> um, as you said, things like Doom and whatnot work on the Switch and whatnot. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to be necessarily heavy. Um, de it definitely won't be an amazing experience. No. <laughs> and I mean, even now, there, there is ways to downscale your games for stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, I don't really see there being an issue with that at this point in time with Crisis just because they had that original initial one. Mm -hmm. They've found ways to work so that doesn't happen again because they've suffered through that already once yeah that's true and you know one thought process that i've seen kind of people have about this is you know crisis one got its remaster got brought up to new generation consoles uh, now we have the crisis trilogy to come out is this kind of setting up for a crisis four you know that's a that's a question that people have had um so i don't know you know will, is that something we'd see at e3 
I don't know. Probably not. Probably focus on the trilogy. Like, hey, look at look how great this looks. Go buy it. You know, maybe like at the Game Awards, the, you know, this year could mm-hmm. potentially get like a Crosses Four tease. But that is one thought that people have had is that maybe this is going to help set up for a Crosses Four. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so here's a little bit of news for you from uh, Jason Schreier. You know, one of the most notable you know reporters out there, insiders out there in gaming. He confirmed recently that a leaked game list on Reddit is is true. You know, based on all the sources that he has. Um, you know, with this. Uh, you know, there was four games they talked about. Uh, they talked about NBA 2K22. Uh, they all they said was like the cover being Dirk uh, Nowinski from the mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks, which I would assume is just going to be the Legends cover since obviously he's very well retired. And if I had to guess, just because of team, the other the normal one would probably be Luka Donovic, who's currently on the Mavericks. Just we'll see. He doesn't know that, but uh, the the other things that he does know is true is that one game that was talked about is like an XCOM style game with Marvel heroes. A turn-based game, Marvel Heroes, XCOM styles, how it's how it's described. You know, he confirms that yes, that is a thing that is happening. He also confirmed that a uh, border, uh, Borderlands uh, spinoff, uh, which is currently like uh, coded like code named like Wonderlands, and it could even that could even potentially be the title where this game is focused on uh, Tiny Tina and the game potentially being called Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands. And then the last one was did not provide a lot of information because it's very early in development, um, so not going to really touch on that one at this time. Uh, but the XCOM with Marvel Heroes here and the Borderlands spinoff, you know, what do you guys think about that? The XCOM with Marvel Heroes, that one, I'm a big Marvel fan, you know, so that one, you know, heck, I got, you know, obviously two displays here behind me for it. Uh, so that one does interest me. Uh, I've never, I've never really gotten into Borderlands personally. I know you guys have played Borderlands. So what, what are your thoughts on Jason Trier basically saying, yeah, this is, this is happening. Like this is, this is actually a true leak. What do you guys think about these two uh, possibilities here? I mean, the XCOM one sounds, X Marvel uh, tax game sounds interesting. Yep. I very much enjoy taxes games. Um, my only thing with it, with it being Marvel or anything, what's going to be the spin on it? True. To make it interesting. Because if it's going to be XCOM-like, that makes me think that there's going to be some form of Iron Man and death penalty. Like, you're going to lose units. But that doesn't really seem marvel to me. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, we see characters die in comic books and whatnot. But it's comic books. True. They come back somehow. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, <laughs> or, or you get a someone who picks up the mantle or cape or whatever yeah, you want exactly. to say it. And I'm just thinking, what's what's going to be their spin here to make it really interesting? To make me go, eh, it's more than just a tactics game. There's something other than just the tactics of it to draw me in. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Alfred uh, Molina. You know, he's come back to play Doc Ock yeah. in the new Spider-Man movie. He asked uh, John Watts about his character, you know, the Spider-Man 2 version. And John Watts' response is, no one ever really dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> which, yeah, okay, that's true. No one ever really dies. The XCOM thing um, is interesting to me, being a big Marvel fan. One little tidbit that was included with this leak also that, that kind of caught my eye. And it catches my eye in one of two ways. Like, what do they mean by this? Because they didn't specify. Is that apparently the the rumor is um, that when it comes to this game, there's some big-name actors involved with this game. Now, what do they mean? Do they mean big-name voice actors in the industry? Or do they mean actual actors, like maybe like the MCU cast? Like, what do they mean by that? Do they just mean like, you know, which one? That, so that that's something to keep an eye on. If it was the MCU cast, oh, you know, cool. You know, that, that'd be that'd be cool. But I mean, if not, hey, you know, there's some phenomenal video game uh, uh, VAs mm-hmm. out there. So either either or is fine. Um, but what about uh, the Borderlands thing? How do you guys feel on that? You two are Borderlands players. Like I said, I've never really gotten into it. Um, so what what are your thoughts on that? What about you, Jimmy? I mean, I I adore. Borderlands. I three to me wasn't 
it's it's so weird. Two bought so much goodwill from me that three, I gave three way more fucking. I feel you lead, on that. Lead, lead, then, then I, I like I probably would have been way more critical of three if two hadn't bought so much goodwill. Two in every single way is one of the single best games I've ever played. It's perfect. It's nice. a shooter. It the story is perfect. It has one of the best antagonists of mm-hmm. any game I've ever played ever. It's amazing. I love two. I've played it at least eight to ten times yeah. all the way through at least. It's just a great game. I love it. I've spent, and there was just so much content to it. Four massive DLCs and then like, what, like 15 little smaller nuggets yeah. of stuff. There was just it, so much content. It was a, it was amazing. And then three was just kind of, while it was serviceable, it was just everything, everything about the game from two was just less. Like just the set pieces, the writing, the, the, just everything was just a bit, the, even the loot, I guess, was just, just so you you less. saying that Jimmy? How does it make you feel about this possible tiny Tina focused? Uh, like, does the leak say whether it's going to be a standalone or is it hinted that it might be like an expansion on three? It's a standalone. It's a, it's just a spinoff game. It's a it's an actual standalone game. I mean, I, it, to me, the uh, a lot of it is the gameplay. Like, I mean, yes, two was enhanced in every way because it did have good characters and a good story and everything else, but it's fun as shit to play. So as long as they can keep that and, and continue to have an interesting story, because the overarching story of Borderlands is pretty interesting. Yeah. It was just, it was very funny to me that they just seemed to do very little with that in three, you know, like with, you know, vaults across the universe and, you know, all of that jazz and just the, the enemies, you know, the main antagonists of three were just ridiculously stupid. Yeah, just they were lackluster. Horror. Lackluster doesn't do it. It's just horrible. They're just fucking shitty. Um, but if they can make it engaging, again, like with Bunkers and Badasses mm-hmm. DLC with Tiny Tina from two, if they can keep it where there is like an emotional punch, if there is, you know, there's actual meat on the story there. I mean, they could do it, but if they just try to play to the quirkiness of Tina for a full fucking game, I don't think it would go well. Yeah, I sort of feel Jimmy on this. I mean, I played three. I've managed to get through the entire game. It just, as a lot of people, I feel like, as Jimmy said, enjoyed two so much and gave the prequel pass because the prequel, it wasn't great, but it did still have some of the same elements from two. Then we got three and just... I feel like it's fallen off just because, I mean, the threes gunplay to me was fun, but everything else about it was not there. Yeah. And it sort of worries me getting this entire spinoff just focusing on Tiny Tina, which one thing that was a lot of people sort of fell off her character with three, at least at least people I know. And it makes me go, what is the game actually? Is it going to be a shooter or is it going to be sort of like they did uh, the other spinoff, the Tales of the Borderlands done by Telltale? which was just entirely story-driven game, which was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I did not play that game, and there was a massive uh, story beat in yep. 3 that I didn't... I was like, you know, where is this missing character? I was like, why hasn't this character come in? And then somebody mentions that character not being there anymore, and I was like, wait, what the... 
what did this fucking happen? So I had to go back and look it up, and I was like, son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. So I did pull up the leak here uh, just to give you guys a little bit more context on this. There's not a lot of context. It All it says is that it seems to be the same style as all other Borderlands games with multi, uh, multi-class heroes to play as. Uh, the spinoff is rumored since last year, so I guess this isn't really new. Reveal is expected E3, and the trademark of Tiny Tina's Wonderland was put in by Gearbox. So that is probably going to be the title based on the trademark. It actually has a link to the trademark itself mm-hmm. here. Uh, so that's the only information uh, involving that is that it's, it seems to be the same as other Borderlands. It is just its own standalone, standalone game as a spinoff. But um, I will say, since I have it here, because when I said we weren't going to talk about it because I couldn't remember, you know, we'll talk about that other game that's very early in development. Apparently its current code name is, uh, is Volt. That's his current uh, code name. It is uh, said to be a new action game, uh, very early in development. The logo looks similar to a Fallout logo. No final name yet. Apparently, the, it's described as Cthulhu meets Saints Row. Yes, is how it's described. Um, the game looked very unfinished. Uh, this, you know, the source also did not know the studio developing it, uh, but uh, they do believe it could be uh, Hangar Thirteen, as they had a leaked uh, con uh, contract last year that said they were working on an open world sci fi title with supernatural elements. So, be okay with that. I, mean, I like that I hang, fantastic to me. I, li- yeah. I like Hangar Thirteen. Yeah, so could could be that that's what we're looking at there. But uh, yeah, that that was the context for the uh, Borderlands leak involving what it's going to be. So yes, it is just its own standalone game like the other Borderlands. So I mean, I again, even now, even after three, right? Two has so much goodwill. I will just, I will, I will. If it's Borderlands, I'll give it a shot. I will, I will, I will happily, in the hopes that it will even touch what two was. I can't, I can't, I can't sing that game's praises enough. I can tell it's good. I it's mean, a good ass game. I understand. I feel, I feel you. Um, you know, you know, involving a, apparently a good ass game. Uh, you know, a little tidbit that we have. This is a rumor. We don't know for sure. Apparently, Sony apparently has purchased the creators from Returnal. Returnal being one of the only, Something you know. Um, you know, PS5 exclusive titles to come out so far. I think mm-hmm. I think we literally have like five exclusives. I think that's it. Astros Playroom, Demon, you know, Demon Souls, uh, now Ratchet and Clank here in a few days. Um, uh, Returnal is it actually is a four. Is there a fifth one that I'm forgetting? I don't know. I think that's it. I mean, that sounds like that it, sounds about right. I don't keep up with PlayStation right now, so yeah. But uh, they they apparently may have purchased them um, to you know exclusively work for them, which makes sense. You know, if it's you know if they have you know Returnal was you know really solid success for them, they want to continue to build on that, just like how Sony finally purchased them last year in Somniac Games. Yeah, you know, that finally did after that after so many years. After so many years, finally I mean, finally bought them. Played Returnal? No, I have not. Okay. No, I, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything about it. I'm, I've gotten to a point now where if I know that I don't have access to that game, I'm not going to look yeah. at anything about it. Because you don't, don't, don't want to get, get excited. Yeah, that I can't yeah. freaking play. Dark no. Souls so, with guns. I mean, that's, I mean, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. It sounds good to me. I love I love Dark Souls. Yeah, that's, but, you that's, know, that's basically what it is. It had a little bit of a rough launch um, because uh, there, were some, there were some bugs with some updates that they put out where they literally had to retract the update and, and say, hey, go back to this one, where it was like, crashing or deleting people's safe files. Yeah, but apparently if it's a small team that did all of this and they were snapped up by, you know... Sony. By Sony, Mm. then, you know, I mean, you know, I I would expect that kind of stuff from a small development team. Yeah, I mean... Especially doesn't have major backing, you know, funding. Right, right. Now, if they're in Sony's wheelhouse, if they it's fuck up next yeah, time, I'm, I'm a, they're going to get <laughs> different story. Like, Listen, yeah, here, yeah, you know, different you've story. You've got money now. You can't, 
can't be fucking up. Yeah, different so. story there. No, for sure. Um, all right, so let's let's touch on a little bit of E three news. Uh, we're also going to be going over the schedule here uh, momentarily. So we did get confirmed for the Nintendo Direct at E three. It's scheduled for the fifteenth at nine a.m. Pacific time. Uh, the tweet that they put out does mention forty minutes of info focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, mostly releasing in 2022. I read that. I read the wording for that, and the first thought that I had was, did it happen again? Have we of the internet been bamboozled again, and the Switch Pro is not actually coming out? Like, is that what happened here? Like, is are we going to get this reveal or not? Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, it's become such a giant meme where it's just like, how much longer are we going to be fucking talking about this? Okay? But at the same time, between last year to now, man, there is too much information that is out there and confirmed from other companies that, you know, like Samsung, for example, where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're working with Nintendo for OLED screens. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. There's too much information out there. Like, we know this is happening. Is it is it one of those things where Nintendo sees all this shit coming out and Nintendo's like, all right, no, fuck y'all. I'm not going to announce it then. Is that what's happening? Are we just being bamboozled? What's going on? Are we going to get the Switch Pro announcement or not? I don't know. You know, but it says, you know, like I said, focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software. So is it going to be Zach's prediction where at the very end, oh, by the way, everything you saw here was played on Nintendo Switch Pro releasing in two months. <laughs> you know, is that what we're going to get? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but mostly releasing in 2021, that is a good thing to see. We really don't know what's coming out this year besides, like, Mario Golf this month, uh, Pokemon. That's all I know. Off, cool. That's off the top of my head. You know, in terms of, like, first-party Nintendo titles, that's all I know uh, that's coming out this year. So, you know, Skyward Sword. Yeah, Skyward Sword, of course. Um, so, it would be good to see what they have lined up for the holiday uh, season besides Pokemon. Looking forward to that. There was also announced for the official E3 Game Awards. Uh, it is set for the 15th as well. It's set to, to close off the show uh, with these awards. Um, they're going to be, you know, giving awards to most anticipated game, most anticipated game per publisher, everything along those lines. So, that'll be fun to watch. Um, now, some here's, here's, some, here's some major news that we had come out recently. And it's funny because, you know, this is also a follow-up to from last episode. Our last conversation. Yeah, we talked about this just last episode with John. Um, so we did get confirmed that uh, God of War Ragnarok is you know, officially delayed. Finally, officially delayed. We've known for for months. Okay, it, it was said like months ago that they had already internally decided to delay the game. We've known this. Now it's officially out there that it is delayed to 2022. To no surprise, no surprise at all on that. Um, I th- you know I do feel like that sets up for the big holiday release just to be Horizon, uh, which also one little tidbit on that. Um, you know Herman Holst recently had an interview and he was you know that he was asked about to Horizon and the release. He said they're they're currently on track for this holiday. So there is that possibility it could get delayed early next year. If that's the case, next year would be a banger for Sony. You know, Horizon Forbidden West right at the yeah. beginning, put God of War somewhere, you know, maybe at like fall, maybe another big title right in the middle. That'd be a big year. But I'm still in personally anticipating Horizon uh, for this holiday season. But, you know, he says it is on track. Jimmy, you got something? I, mean, I just did. People can't buy their shit. So it just makes sense. Yeah. Even if it's ready to go. Push it down the road where yeah. you can actually fucking release it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what they've been doing with a lot of movies. I mean, yep. you know, like the, Black the, Widow. The, the, the last, but yeah, Black Widow, the, <laughs> yeah. Last, the last Bond movie was literally True. supposed to come out within a couple of months of, you know, a couple of months of the lockdown. Yep. You know, so they just, the, the movie's done. It's ready to go. They could release it right now, but they're just like, 
we want to make money on this bitch. Exactly. Let's let's just hold it off and release it when things, you know, we can actually do something with this. And exactly. right now, people can't get PlayStations. So. Exactly. And, and, you know, that is, you know, again, that's a follow-up to our conversation last week. Because, you know, what I was saying last week is if Sony feels confident that they can get PlayStation 5s out to people, then it would be a PS5 only. That's what it was going to come down to. Because um, one tidbit for you, Jimmy, since this is your first time here on the show, is um, there's been reports recently that um, Sony is aiming to switch out uh, companies for some of their inner components just to meet demand. It'll be the, So basically a new PlayStation yeah. 5 is potentially be coming out. Literally is no different than what I have in my room right now. Right. It's just to meet demand. So that you know that's just a possibility. But if it's one of those things where they can't meet that, they can't get the console, they can't meet the demand, then it was going to be on PS4. And, you know, when me and John what were talking about it, you know, John's case is that if they've been designing this for, for PS5, it does not need to come out on PS4 because it's going to be a repeat of like a cyberpunk situation. And I do agree to that. Oh, yeah. And I've seen, I've seen recent videos and releases. Mm-hmm. That game is fucking amazing looking. I, I, I just don't know. It's just, again, it's like playing Resident Evil 8 on the lowest shitty settings on a PC. It's just right, like right. you're doing yourself a disservice and you're not getting the full experience experience yep. by, by playing down, you know. And that'll definitely be the case here with God of War Ragnarok on PS4. Like, if you have a PS4 Pro, I imagine you'll probably be all right. You know, if you have, like, um, like a Gen 1 PS3, like I have, that'd be rough. I feel like that would be rough. That's just that's just a guess. Um, so, you know, with it confirmed for PS4, PS5, you know, it all that says to me is that they realize that we're not going to be able to meet the console demand. That's all, you know, that's all it's coming down to. And another thing that, you know, involving this is that it was confirmed that Gran Turismo 7 is also confirmed for PS4 and PS5, which is also interesting because that is a 100% backtrack from previous announcement. When it comes to God of War, I, I can't remember from the state of play last year, if it was confirmed then for PS4 and PS5, I think it was. I think it, both logos are down at the bottom at the end of the trailer. But Gran Turismo 7, you can go find it right now. Back in December, early December, they put out a trailer or like or whatever. Show like Look at all these games that are exclusively for PlayStation 5. Gran Turismo 7 was one of them, where it was a PS5 only title to set up, and now it's confirmed for both. That's, that, that's a change from their previous plan, which again, just indicates that they realize they cannot meet the demand. Yeah, they can't. And I mean they didn't they didn't they didn't project for that. You know, these right. these companies are, you know, they're thinking five, ten years in the future. Right. You know, they can't they could nobody could predict the pandemic. So it just makes sense. They're like, okay, so we weren't gonna release this on, you know, on anything but the PS five. But they're like, well, shit, nobody can get PS five. So is it possible to take it back and have it on the PS four? And if if, you know, the developers are like yeah, we could do that. It'll just be rough, but we yeah, could. Like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. I mean, yeah, you guys can make some money off of it now or whatever. But, I mean, I, like, it's just, as a gamer, don't do yourself a disservice and True. play that ugly PS4 crap version of a game that was not meant to be on that system. Again, True. the PS4 itself is, what, eight years old now? That's yeah. old-ass piece of hardware. 2013. Wait yeah. for the sexy goodness. Exactly. Just get the, I mean, just, yeah, I would not play Horizon on for at all i just you know and speaking of waiting for the sexy goodness as you put it uh one little fun fact i came across involving that is just um this past month of may over in the uk uh spider-man miles morales topped the sales charts number one game sales for may uh and it was for ps5 
So that, you know, that that indicates to me there was a lot of people that waited to play that game until they get a PS5 because remember that game is on PS4 as well, which, you know, when uh, whenever they first revealed it and stuff, I, that was I, I if I remember correctly, that was not clear until like right before Spider-Man came out. It was like, by the way, guys, it will be on PS4 as well. Uh, so, you know, that's an example of waiting for sexy goodness. There will be people that, that will do that, which is a good thing because it's like, you know, Jimmy saying don't do yourself a, a disservice you know, and, and play it on, you know, in not to its truest potential. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with uh, all these Switch programmers and stuff. Um, you know, everyone, you know, when it comes to like Pokemon Legends Arceus, that's set to come out early next year, you know, and even Breath of the Wild that should be coming out probably like next May, if I had to take a, a ballpark guess. Um, those are titles that you probably, I mean, you can play on your Switch, but you're going to want to play it on the Switch Pro. You're going to want to play it to its fullest potential. You know, and it's the same thing here. Um Grand Turismo Seven, though that one's interesting, that because that, like I said, that is a backtrack. That is a complete backtrack on what they what they have previously previously said on this. Um, Zach, do you have any thoughts on you know this on the confirmation that is going to be on both for both these games? I mean, kind of that's kind of rough. It, it's kind of worrisome in my opinion for both of them. I mean, in terms of me as a player, I don't care what it's on. If right. I can play it, I'll play it. Okay, I don't care what how it looks. If I can play it, sure. If it looks like crap, it looks like crap, and we'll go from there. If it looks good on one thing and I have it, sure, I'll play it. But um, if I really want to play it and I can't get a hold of a new console, I'll play it on the PS4. I honestly don't care enough. I mean, graphics is a nice thing, but as long as it plays well and goes good, uh, fine by me. In the terms of our last conversation from last episode, I do feel like that might hurt the PlayStation 5 a bit just because... um, it won't necessarily push people to get a PS5 for a game like God of War, which is such a well-known series. Mm-hmm. And there, because there's a lot of people out there who like me who just like, well, it's on this system and I already have it. I'll save some money now and just get it. Right. But in the long run, in things once they do get PS5s, the only plus side I could see of this is the depending on when they get it and depending on how they do it. Because I know right now everything's pretty much doing. If you get it on the low. In the previous generation, you just automatically get an upgrade to the next one. Yep. If they cut that off, you're going to get people who are going to try and buy it on PS4 and PS5. Yeah. So, don't know. It, it might hurt right now, but it may pay off in the end. Yeah, and that that is something to keep an eye on is if they end up cutting that out at some point. You know, I know one uh, thing that we do know is not going to get that upgrade which is no surprise. They just love milking the money for this one is, you know, we've talked about uh, GTA five, you know, yeah. the, the next generation uh, version of it coming to the series and PS five later this year. Even if you have the PS four Xbox one version, no free upgrade. You're going to have to buy the game again on the new consoles. I mean, it makes, I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. They, they, they mean, love milking the money on that game. They love milking the money on that game. Are you saying that it is the exact same game? Yes. Oh, yes. That's it's the exact fun. same game. <laughs> they're, sky, they're Skyrim the shit out of that. They are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, literally GTA 5 is the new Skyrim. Yep. Soon we're going to get GTA 5 on Alexa 2. <laughs> yeah, just give, give it a little bit of time. It blows me away. It does and it doesn't. Blows me away that GTA 5 has gone across now three generations of consoles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it doesn't blow me away at all. I mean... I'm just surprised that they waited till GTA 5 because they could have done that crap with GTA 3 and GTA 4. True. 
True. I'm a big GTA 4 fan. I love GTA 4. Um, all right, so let's actually hop over from here. Let's talk about E3. Uh, have a good time here. So I'll, uh, I'll break down the schedule for everyone, so you know what kind of you know what days to check out for everything. Uh, so on the tenth, uh, that is where Summer Games Fest is set to go down, and Summer Games Fest is packed with studios. The only notable studio that's not going to be there is going to be uh, Nintendo. They are not confirmed to be there, but literally any notable studio that you can think of, they are going to be there, including Sony, who is not going to be at E3, which is no surprise. Sony does their own thing with State of Plays now. Uh, but Sony will be at Summer Games Fest. Um, you know, Xbox will obviously be there. You'll have, um, you know, Sega. You'll have Capcom. Um, you know, Amazon Prime. You know, Prime Gaming and stuff. So <laughs> probably see some more stuff on that MMO New World. Uh, coming out, um, Blizzard will be there. Probably to show off Diablo Immortal, I would assume. Um, I mean, literally anyone you can think of is is going to be there, except for Nintendo. Um, and then day one of E3 on the twelfth on Saturday, the pre-show kicks off at one p.m. Eastern time, uh, and then at three p.m. Eastern time, Ubisoft is going to have their UB Forward. So we're going to get to see some cool stuff there. Gearbox and Devolver Digital is also confirmed for the twelfth. Uh, day two, this is a big one. This is a big one to keep your eyes on uh, because we have the Xbox Bethesda show at one p.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time. And remind, reminder here: that is a ninety-minute presentation. Lots of goodies coming out of that one. You know, we can only obviously Halo Infinite's going to be there. Um, we can safely assume Starfield is going to be there mm-hmm. on the Bethesda side of things. We'll probably see. We were just talking about. We'll probably see you know a random announcement of. By the way, you can now buy Skyrim on your PS5 and you know Xbox Series or whatever. We'll probably get to see that or some shit. Um, you know, maybe we get to see some of these other games that Xbox has announced like last year. Like maybe we might get to see Avowed, for example. Uh, maybe some gameplay on Everwild, that new RPG coming out of Rare. Um, so probably nothing on Fable. I know it's me, one me and you really want, yeah. but probably nothing on Fable. Unfortunately, I, I, you know, be, that'd be that'd be awesome. Probably nothing on Perfect Dark. Maybe I could be wrong on that. I feel like Perfect Dark is more plausible than Fable. If I had to take a ballpark guess on that. So lots of, lots of stuff coming out of that one, that 90-minute 90, 90 presentation to look at. Um, and then we also have uh, Square Enix going on that day at 3.15 uh, Eastern Time, which is going to be interesting because Square did confirm they do have big new titles to announce. You know, obviously we'll get to see uh, all about the Black Panther expansion for Avengers. We'll get to see that. Um, probably see some more stuff on Final Fantasy, of course, like Final Fantasy VII. Is it, it's called Integrate. Is that what the new, that the little spinoff one coming out is? Yes. And then we That's have, I've seen. you know, remake the remake two part two possibly we'll probably get to see some more stuff on what's what's the what's the new the next one final fantasy is it 16 is that the next one that's coming out for playstation 5 i think it's 16 is it 16 or 15 it's 15? no it's 16 okay 16. 16 15 was the most recent one. okay yeah, so 15 was the one with a bunch of pretty boys running around in a vehicle okay gotcha so we'll probably get to see some more information on 16 that we did see at a state of play last year the ps5 showcase uh so those those are two big ones to, that'll be a large window of your day just checking that out we do have the pc gaming show that day uh future game studio future game show is that night and we also you know, warner brothers games is going to be on that day as well which um should be interesting one maybe we'll see uh there are some titles coming out of that one that uh that i know me and you are interested in, like gotham knights i think is what it's called correct yeah gotham knights so kind of see you said gotham knights and all i could think of mortal kombat because <laughs> i'm pretty sure warner brothers has the mortal kombat with another realm yep they do yeah yeah so you know you get to potentially see some mortal kombat stuff i'm looking forward to seeing more on the gotham knights that was one that really caught my eye i thought yes. that was i thought that was a pretty cool looking game um so looking forward to seeing what they have out of there and warner brothers games also has um what's the name of the studio avalanche uh who is doing that hogwarts legacy 
that at right yeah that Harry Potter game that got revealed not long ago. You know what? I always forget Warner Brothers has a gaming studio, and with us saying this, I come to realize they have a lot of good games. <laughs> yeah, they do, and now they're owned by Discover, Discovery, whatever. God. Yeah, because now it's uh yeah we just talked about that a few episodes ago. Now they're uh, the new branding for it's going to be uh, Warner Discovery. Because I think it was um who who owned them was AT and T that sold yeah. them yeah AT and T sold uh, Warner Brothers to Discovery and to uh, to merge together to create Warner Discovery which means Warner Brothers Games is going over there because there was the potential news that was being released that Warner Brothers Games and all these studios were going to get split between AT and T and Discovery mm-hmm. there was that possibility but they're all just going over to Discovery all you people who like Pokemon Snap get ready for Discover Snap. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and then day three, this one is probably kind of, for me personally, the most lackluster. Uh, we have Take Two that's supposed to lead off the day, Capcom, Mythical Games, Freedom Games, and then we're going to have a Razor Showcase, probably showing off the latest and greatest in gear. Uh, that's that's not super notable for me. I'll, I'll probably pay attention to Capcom. There might be something in Take Two that catches my eye, but that one's least notable to me personally. And then finally, the final day of E3, day four, we do have Nintendo kicking things off. Uh, that will be at uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard time there will have a 40 minute direct like i mentioned and then they will have about like a three hour treehouse as they normally do which is going to be showing gameplay for some of the stuff that they revealed uh we also have bondi namco that day which is pretty cool looking forward to seeing what we got coming out of there and then last like i said e3 awards will be closing out the show uh giving rewards for the you know most anticipated games per studio, most anticipated game as a whole, etc. So we have a loaded lineup for E3. Super excited. Um, so let's talk about some uh, predictions and or hopes. Um, Zach, why don't you start? You know, you, uh, what, what are some predictions you potentially have or hopes? One of the two. So one of my hopes is since it's been almost two years, we get something out of our Bioware projects of sure. the new Dragon Age and the new... Uh, Mass Effect. Yep. If even if it's just pre-alpha stuff, I would love to see that. Because as much as I like Mass Effect, I was much more of a Dragon Age fan, especially with the curiosity of exactly where the hell you're putting the setting. <laughs> um, besides that, one just off the wall one I would love to see, just because I enjoy the series is during the Sony uh, ones or whenever Sega shows up. Something about the new Yakuza game. Yeah, I saw you playing uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon the other day. Yep. Yeah, I saw you on PlayStation. That's such a weird game in the Yakuza series. <laughs> Do you know anything about Yakuza? No, I don't. So it's an action game where you go out around pummeling other thugs and Yakuza into the ground with a free fi- form fighting. Yeah, no, they turned it into a JRPG in that one. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that it got turned into a JRPG. Uh, it's ridiculous, but it's fun, and it fits in the setting. I've heard it's really good. Oh, yeah, no, it's exceptionally good. Yep. But um, back on track... Warner Brothers, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I would love to see another Mortal Kombat game, or uh, or pretty much anything from Another Realm. Another Realm makes great fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkham Knights. Then, besides that, I mean, I'm not really looking for for a whole lot. Um, if Bandai Namco really wants to do anything, give me more for uh, Power Rangers Power Fight for the Grid. Really, dude, that's an awesome fighting game. I didn't know you played that. Dude, I bought it when it came out. <laughs> Did you? Okay, <laughs> okay. Shout out to that. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's such a fun fighting game. That's fair. I love Power Rangers, but I've never bothered to check that out. I mean, you should. It's very entertaining. It's a very, it's a very simplified, if you're not used to fighting games, this is a very easy one to jump into. Yeah. You know, now, now now that you said that, it's now I'm piecing stuff together in my head. That makes sense. You're, you're such a big fighting game fan. I, I Yeah, it's, pe- it's piecing together in my head now, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um... 
Speaking of funny games, I would love to see a new Tekken. Anybody, please, please. I mean, Tekken 8 was fun and whatnot, but I'm needing that new, an itch for a new Tekken. What else we got here? Gearbox. Uh, Gearbox, I'm always iffy about every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Gear series, then they have their phone stuff and whatnot. I mean, I would love to see a new IP out of Gears again, um, but I'm not going to get my hopes up for that. Um, maybe we see anything about that Borderlands one now that we got that leak. Yeah. Be curious to see where that goes. Besides that, just see whatever weird crap Devolver Digital comes up with this year. <laughs> They've had a whole year plus some to come up with a new weird concept for their show. Right. Because I don't. I think it was the last one that was the weird mind thing where one of their employees like went through time or whatnot and went to come on some crap. Mm-hmm. Devolver Digital has the weirdest shows. <laughs> like <laughs> the entire time I'm watching a Devolver Digital show, I'm going, should I care about the gameplay? What, what, what's going on back there? Like, what the hell is this? Is this an acid trip gone horribly wrong? That's what it is for Devolver Digital every year. And they still get on the, they still get on the showcase and they're still there. I'm just like, Keep living your best life. <laughs> Keep living your best life, Walter. Like, how, how much budget do you guys have to do this? <laughs> right, right. Too much. Yeah, but that would be all my, like, just real off the expectation hopes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have any hopes for any, like, off the ball th- off the wall things other than just Nintendo help me call my shot and do what you do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be some shit. Yeah. By the way, everything that you just saw here is going to be on the new Switch Pro, you know, releasing in September, or whatever. So that would be some shit. Besides uh, that, um, yeah, I'm going to get that Switch Pro for Ace Attorney. That's it. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much, you son of a bitch. What about you, Jimmy? Do you have any? Do you have any? Well, I mean, yeah, but the the, the joke John, was John and him yeah. ha- are mad at me because I would buy a new console to play just for that, just for Ace Attorney. <laughs> like Jesus Christ! I can get wanting to buy a new console for something like like a new Nintendo console, like Pokemon or Zelda, which is my which is my buy-ins. But but Ace Attorney for this guy, I hate you. I mean, it's it's a good series. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, what about you? Do you have any hopes for E three? Something that you want to see out of E three? I mean, at this point, I, I'm so I'm so behind on gaming news anymore because again, I like so much of it is just up in the air mm-hmm. and like so like a lot of stuff. I don't know. I'm trying like I, I struggle with like wanting more of like tried and true stuff because you know that's familiar yada 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 but at the same time they release information about that and i'm just like why the fuck are they still doing the same shit let's get some new ips let's get some new shit because i mean you know you listed a lot of stuff there so much that my brain is like holy shit that's too much to remember i can't remember (laughs) all that stuff and so like Anything specific? No. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. But I'm always excited about something like I guess I guess my thing is I don't give a shit about something until I can buy it. 
I'm just so tired of like learning about a game and then having to sit on my ass for three years until it's fucking done. <laughs> See, I just I don't want to know I told about you something. E3 is hyped. the bullshit. It's not Christmas morning. It's the bullshit like three weeks before Christmas. Shit, okay, three fair. fucking months. It's just like it's just like here's a game that we're working on. Let me get excited as fuck about this. And then a lot of times anymore, by the time you actually get to the game. It's not even the same, like, they'll just Mm -hmm. take a hard right on development and just turn it into something completely different. So you can't even rely on, like, you know, hearing when a game's released. And the worst is getting excited about a fucking game that they then cancel. Yeah. Like, fuck that. I'm just so tired of that shit anymore. Thankfully, canceling doesn't happen very often, but it does. Yeah, not not anymore, but it used to happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's just just hard for me to get... Like I used to, because right. I don't want to learn about anything. I don't want to know about something mm-hmm. until I can get a hold of it. You know, it's like, yes, when you finished God of War, you fucking knew they were going to come out with a sequel. But shit, I don't want to see sh- sh- cool shit about it and like, you know, story beats that they might take it in right, places right. and stuff. And then now, even further, even though I can't play it because I don't have a PS5 anyway. But still, you know, I it's mean, just sure like, you can. It's coming out on PS4. True. Ain't nobody gonna just fucking stupid. I mean, back to his point that he made, you know. I mean, like, literally, what else is an entirely new console generation for? Fucking graphics. That's all that it is. Yeah. I mean, you can't. The the PS5 is not going to be able to do any fucking thing, you know, a true next gen experience. So it's just like all the other games, but fucking prettier and probably loads a bit faster than the fucking eight year old. Definitely, definitely faster. So, you know, I mean, that's literally all that it is. I've not seen any game that's just like, holy shit, this is revolutionary. Ah! That just doesn't happen very often. I mean, you obviously haven't seen the VR game on Steam. Okay, no, no, no. To be fair, VR is a totally different realm. VR <laughs> yeah, can do true, some really true. cool shit. VR is <laughs> like you can do some really fun, cool shit in VR. But I feel like it's going to be a very, 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 very long time before the general public is. VR is still very niche i think it's, it, yeah it's, it's it is expensive to get into i mean not necessarily I, i've heard heard that you can get like a pretty good setup for the cost of a ps fucking five yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's just can. like again there's not a lot out there that utilizes it or mm-hmm. that utilizes it like well. it, it's definitely still so. niche it, it's gonna be on it's on it's on it's still growing it's still young in this industry right now but yeah. bringing them back so no real big expectations or predictions from you jimmy I mean, well, he said one of the big things that he was saying is that you know wanting to see some new IPs, which I do think we're going to get to see here at E three. And I mean, but I, but it, see, that's the thing. I, you know, I flip flop on everything. I'm like a fucking magic carp because I, I just, <laughs> I, I want new IPs, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like fuck me, if they came out with a banjo kazooie, like a true fucking like banjo kazooie game or something, I would shit myself. <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah, not nuts and bolts. <laughs> Bullshit, but like, you know. Hey, Nuts and Bolts had its own charm. It was okay. It had its own it was charm. okay, but it was not like, I'm just saying, I do I do love like, you know, tried and true IPs and stuff right, like that, right. but it's just, you know, I don't know. I mean, again, there's so much out there. There's so much coming out. Like, I can't even remember half the shit you even listed. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, it's, there is an infinite amount of shit to be excited about. Right. But, again, you know, like, I, there's only so much that I can put my time in anymore. Right. I'm, I mean, the only reason I play Minecraft, because that's an infinite game. It's just completely open-ended. True. And it's just, I enjoy it because you could play with friends. Right. But, like, Ubisoft is, 
super depressing with them saying they want to go in the direction of live service and yep. bullshit like that because it's just like I just want to play a game for a, a good you know period of time length and yeah. for for my dollar value and enjoy that and it be that I don't want every fucking game I play to be the one fucking game that I'm playing for the next two years right as you nickel and dime the fuck out of me mm-hmm. to to get you know. <laughs> To, to actually play the damn game. It's just fucking ridiculous. So, you know, as much as I enjoyed Odyssey, I haven't even I, I don't even know if I'll play Valhalla, but like, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I put 167 fucking hours into that game and I'm still only two fucking thirds of the way done. Not DLC. Not fucking DLC. The game is fucking stupid. You know, we had a conversation about that back on like episode either 39 or 40 where it was like, what do you prefer? Do you prefer like, like a short, like eight to like 10, like eight to 12 hour game with a lot of replayability or one of these games that's like 60 plus, you know, because it's the, the talking point was like with Valhalla, you know, there's, there's so much content in like these last couple of Assassin's Creed's where a lot of players will never even get to it because of just how long the damn game is. Yeah. Like I saw one person about Valhalla said, it's just like, yeah, Valhalla was supposed to be shorter than Odyssey. And I'm like mm-hmm. 200 hours in, I'm only like halfway through the game. So that was a topic that yeah. we did have here. I mean, it just depends on the type of game that it is. I mean, if it's a game with a story, yeah, yeah. you know, that you're getting through like games like monster hunter, mm-hmm. I mean, that's designed to be, replayed i mean right it's just and 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 yes it is kind of like you know the same you're doing the same thing again and again and again mm-hmm. but it's just fun enough for that to be okay right because it's no, just always satisfying mm-hmm. smacking the shit out of a monster but like with odyssey the same damn missions and the same bullshit i'm just like it's just for me as a completionist type of person, it's fucking agonizing because I'm just like, I don't give a fuck what any of these characters are saying. I don't care what's going on in this island. I just want to be fucking done with it to move on to the next one. But I'm just like, fuck, I have to know what's going on. I have to fucking read this stupid shit. It's just, it's just too much. It's just, it's just insane. And that kind of stuff, turning it into a live service where they, you know, intend for it to be like that that's why i wasn't excited at all about the avengers game mm-hmm. like n- negative interest in that fucking game because they just want to draw you into a fucking thing like it's a mobile game right bitch no you're I talking about what the one that just came out yeah the the marvel yeah, avengers, yeah, avengers thing. Yeah. Okay. it's just yeah just that the, the was, loot was a one of the worst like launches of all time because yeah, they like i think they like it was like what like uh uh, I'm not gonna sit here and throw out numbers. They just very horribly missed the mark on 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 production for the game and sales. Very very horribly. I'm not gonna throw numbers. I'm drawing a blank. But uh, I love the fact that you said that you're 167 hours in. And you're not. You're only like two thirds in the game. I love that you said that. That's yeah, I mean, because I because I've got I've gotten <laughs> to the point where I'm just slowly moving across the fucking map. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm not jumping here. I'm not jumping there. I'm finishing this fucking location <laughs> and I'm moving to the next one. 167 fucking hours, and I haven't even gotten to the DLC. That's it's it's. <laughs> I'm just like fuck. I like the game, but Jesus fucking hell, it's, I just can't do it anymore. I love that so, so much. So what I got from Jimmy is, if something interesting comes out, he might be excited, but then he's going to yell at you developers for not releasing it now. Yeah, exactly. I just don't like fucking knowing about shit ahead of time because I don't like I don't like being on the hype train. That fucking thing is, is too hype. Man, um, I'm, I'm all about a hype train. I'm uh, all about a hype train. <laughs> well, Alex, I'm going to throw it back at you. What do you think we're going to see? 
Um, well, before I say what I think we'll see, I'll start with hopes. Uh, I'm a, I'm a double down on your hope for the stuff from Bioware. Uh, realistically speaking, uh, I, I anticipate and predict Dragon, Dragon Age news. That is something that I anticipate at some point during this E3 week. Um, but, uh, the Mass Effect, I do not expect. I really want to see something though. I really, really want to see something on Mass Effect. I don't think we'll see it, but it'd be absolutely incredible. I think it'll be if they're going to show anything, it'll be Dragon Age. Um, but you know, besides that, hope um, Breath of the Wild Two is one of my big ones. You know, I, that's something that we're anticipating. Something that you know should be there. Um, I don't care. If it's next year, I just want to see some more about the game, maybe get the title, uh, maybe actually get some gameplay. Um, you know, the title would be nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of curious. I have a lot of curiosities about what's going on here. Kind of curious if the maybe the map will expand, you know, because it, obviously it's, you know, taking place in the same region here. You know, it's not like a sequel like Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask. We were going to two different regions. Not like that. You know, same region here, same area. So kind of curious if the map will expand. Curious if... Um, There'll be traditional dungeons again, which is a lot of people's complaint with Breath of the Wild 2 is the lack of that dungeon presence. Mm-hmm. So Breath of the Wild 2, obviously a big one. One hope of mine, and I wish I, I wish I would hammer down as a prediction on this, but I just don't see it happening. I do hope for a new Soul Calibur. That is one of the few fighting games out there that I really enjoy. I would love to see a new Soul Calibur revealed uh, from Bondi. That'd be really dope. Um, let's see... One prediction that I have, just because it just seems to follow a trend with how Nintendo goes with Nintendo Switch and stuff, it, with getting titles that's been out for forever now and bringing it over, this is really random. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on the Switch. That's one random one that I'm throwing out there that I do think we'll see there. Uh, I did, you know, I think I predicted last episode that I do think we'll see Metroid Prime 4 news. I do think that's going to be there. What I, how I view it's going to go down is very similar to how they announced Age of Calamity last year, mm-hmm. where it's just like, you know, the director comes on, it's just like, hey, hey guys, we're working hard on Breath of the Wild 2. Sorry, we don't have anything to show you right now, but look at this. I imagine it's going to be like that, where it's going to be like, hey, we're working hard on Metroid Prime 4 since the restart development. It's going well. We have nothing to show you. Apologize. But look at this. And then in incoming the 2D Metroid game that is more or less done, confirmed. We know this from leaks. We're just waiting for Nintendo to reveal it. That's how I see that playing out. I do think... Wait, I, Metroid Prime 4 and a 2D Metroid? Yes. yes. There's two of them? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get excited about Nintendo stuff because I haven't right. had Nintendo since the, the GameCube. Right. But I love me some Metroid. Yeah, Metroid Prime 4, you know, it restarted development like a year or two ago. Uh, they were two years in development and completely restarted. Um, so that's been big MIA ever since they revealed it. But there's been a lot of, you know, rumors and leaks recently, a lot of credible stuff saying that there is a 2D Metroid game set to come out this year because this is the 35th anniversary of Metroid. The Metroidvania shit, I will just, it doesn't matter what it is, I'll play it. Yeah, so. Uh, Metroidvania? Yeah. <laughs> you want to get Dracula in a Metroid suit? You know the type, the genre. Of right, game. right, right, right. <laughs> Not that mother say, I mean, shit, I'd give it a try if they did it. Right, right. So that is something I'm predicting. I'm predicting it to be literally set up the exact way I just explained it. Uh, I do predict Bayonetta 3 actual gameplay 
to be revealed. That's another one that's been massively MIA for a very long time now. Uh, obviously, I'm anticipating, you know, to see some stuff on Madden. That's something that I'm a big fan of. You know, they already teased last year before the release of the late, latest Madden. Oh, hey, guys, for the next Madden, uh, we're going to be revamping franchise, which then indicated, okay, so you're telling me the one you're about to release is about to be massive dog shit. Okay, thanks. Thanks for going ahead and getting that out of the way for me. So I'm looking forward to seeing some stuff on Madden, seeing what they've actually done to the franchise, uh, if it's going to be there in any capacity. Um, really, really want to see information on Everwild and Avowed. You know, I already mentioned those a little bit earlier. Those are two games from uh, Xbox that I really want to see more information on. I'm predicting they're going to be there in some capacity. Um, no, I don't think we'll have any release dates except for like maybe a year, uh, maybe like a 2022, 2023. Um, and I am going to, I feel like this is a bold prediction. I do just because based on how they normally go about business, but I am going to predict something on the new elder scrolls, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of people are obviously hoping for that. Mm -hmm. um, some people are predicting it. Um, I know Starfield's going to take the showcase for Bethesda, but I will predict something on Elder Scrolls. I just don't know what. I don't think Fallout will get anything. That's that's the prediction there is that I think Fallout will be absent from this, except maybe like 76 update of some sort that they have. I it's, don't know. It's only been like five or six years. It's too soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I do, I think Fallout will be absent with the exception of some maybe something 76. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, do, I do think we'll get an opportunity. Uh, this is a prediction here. I do think we'll get a really good opportunity to actually see some gameplay out of that Hogwarts legacy, uh, which is something that I do have my eye on, something I do want to check out. Uh, I'm excited for that as well. Yeah, yeah. So that, like, that's, I mean, I just, again, I don't want to get my hopes up right, on it, I but you. it looks badass as fuck. Right. If it is what they're putting it out there to be. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, uh, I'm going to jump back to uh, Bondi Namco here for a couple things. Um, so one, um, something, this is something that I came across as a rumor that I want to go ahead and put in people's heads now if they haven't come across it, because this is a very low-key rumor that hasn't hit a lot of uh, news sites so far, is that I have seen some rumors that um, that we're going to get a Dragon Ball Fighters-style game for My Hero Academia. That is a possibility. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there into people's heads that, hey, this could be a thing of a My Hero Academia-style Dragon Ball Fighters, which I think would be actually be pretty cool. I have actually yet to pick up Dragon Ball Fighters, but I do think a My Hero version would be actually pretty dope. Um, I would love, this is a hope that will not be achieved. I would love to see Xenoverse 3. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 3, please. Yeah, that's not happening. Not happening. Not why, happening. Why would that not happen? Man, Xenoverse 2 is, they are milking the shit out of it still. Yeah. Well, when I, okay, when I say milking the shit out of it, they're not making money off of it anymore because, because they're still releasing content for it even today. Like, they're still putting out new characters and updates, but they're all free, which is dope. That's cool. Uh, so they're not milking it in terms of money, but they are just milking the title itself because there's still a lot of players that actually do play it. Uh, I, I personally am still holding on to hope for a Xenoverse 3 because, you know, I know, you know, I know uh, I, I, I hate to use the word casual, but I'm going to just use the word here. Casuals uh, will probably be like, well, what more content could they do for a Xenoverse 3 based I was on, literally going to fucking ask yeah, that Yeah, based on what they've already done. Well, see, here's the thing you got to keep in mind. Xenoverse 1 and 2, those games being created, those were inspired off um, the uh, MMO over in Japan, Dragon Ball Online. Okay? That's where, the, that's where that inspiration came from. There is still a lot of content that they can explore from Dragon Ball Online to bring over to Xenoverse. I mean, Mira, Toa, 
they're from Dragon Ball Online. Their their son Fu, I think was his name, who appears in the DLC in in, in Xenoverse Two. That's from Dragon Ball Online. Like that's where these characters come from. You know, like the um the, like the you know super, in Xenoverse uh, Two, Bardock getting all three versions of Super Saiyan. Yeah, that's where it came from. I mean, you know, so there, there's still content they could explore, plus the stuff of Super they've still yet to do, plus stuff in Super in the manga they could potentially explore if they want to, like the Moro arc, for example. So I'm going to hold on to some hope for that. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm going to hold on some hope. Um, but I, like I said, shout out to the possibility of the My Hero Academia um, fighters type game. That'd be, that'd be pretty interesting. Uh, I do, obviously we should be expecting some more stuff on the new demon slayer game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one uh, being developed, uh, from one of the studios underneath, uh, Bondi's umbrella. So we put, we, we should be seeing something there. Um, but those would probably be my main predictions and hopes. Um, you know, really, at th- you know, this point, uh, any, anything is nice since we didn't get this last year. Yeah. So it's cool to get this back. But, you know, for me, I'm a big Nintendo fanboy, so just really looking forward to seeing what they have coming out of uh, Nintendo for this year. You know, um, I'm I'm still holding on to my prediction that I made a couple Super Mario Party 2. It's going down. I've been predicting this for, for ever since the update came up. Super Mario Party 2 is going down. Mario Kart 9, that's another prediction. Those are going down. New DK game. Uh, Fortune Street 2. I would love that. I mean, I would. That I would be game. incredible. I, I never would have known anything about that fucking game. Yes. It's not for you. And yep. it, it is it is way more fucking fun than it deserves to be. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, all right, so let's wrap up the show here with a question. Uh, you guys, Both of you guys do not play these games. I don't even play it either. But... At this point, it's a giant meme. It's fun to throw out any fucking name you want. It doesn't matter at this point. Anyone can get in. Next Smash character to join. Just throw out a random prediction. At this point, it, it, it could literally be anyone. So just throw out a random yeet prediction. You never know. You could be right. Want to just be another fucking Fire Emblem character? Shit, it might be. <laughs> I mean... Um... Because well, I was actually just thinking about it when you were talking about like the yeah. fight when you were when you were talking about Xenoverse, I was thinking of Smash because at a certain point, once you've mined all of the fucking shit and you've got all the fighters there and it's a good fucking fighting game, what is he gonna do with it? Like it's just kind of like with Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat, but every year it does kind of feel like the same goddamn game. I mean, they change stuff up a little bit, but for the most part, so it's just it's just interesting to me how they can how they're gonna keep those new games fresh and you're a fighting fan so you know i would be interested to pick your brain on that at some point but as far as like characters on smash is this literally for real the last one like they're never we gonna, had, they're had, just only gonna release more and more characters because didn't they say they were gonna stop adding characters like eight characters ago yeah this this pack this pack is supposed to be the last for this game so there's two more characters one of which we know should be revealed here at e3 and at this point with the with the with the track record of this of all the dlc characters it could literally be it needs to be barrett it could literally be (laughs) it needs to be barrett (laughs) i was gonna say have they had chun li yet no chun li all right, Chun Li. Wait, do they have fucking? Yeah, they hit. Do they have Street Fighter characters? Yeah, they in have there? Ryu yeah, in there. Yeah, they, that was that was in the last game. Oh, they game. do. Yeah. They do have Ryu. We'll see. In, I don't play. I don't play. Smash we'll see. In the new often. one, they added Ken. Ken's in the new one. Who? That's just, they're the same goddamn guy. Yes. The, yeah. The same same he, that's the Echo Fighter for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is so same dude. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Like, 
Okay. You better give an answer. You're the one who asked. I'm going to give an answer, but I mean, dude, when when they revealed Piranha Plant as the first DLC, <laughs> I'm just like, it could be anyone at this point. And then they followed up after the the first actual DLC after that was Joker from Persona. I'm like, it could literally be anyone at this point. I don't know. I don't know, man. Master Chief, um, Sora, you know, Crash Bandicoot, obvious ones that everyone always predicts. I, yeah, at this point, just, I really don't know. Money I mean, the mole. I would love that. <laughs> that would be a good one. And he could be a bit different than the other characters. Because if you had Sora, that's fucking what's his face from Kingdom Hearts. No, no, no. Sora would he would play just like that other fucking dude from what uh, Cloud? No, the guy that the Shulk backslash. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like you know. Once you have a sword, they have so many sword fighters that you know. At a certain point, you got to just like. Come up with something interesting. Yeah. Monty the Mole can like literally move through the level. <laughs> Fucking amazing. No, I don't know who it could be, man. I really don't. Uh, I mean, like between like Piranha Plant, Joker, and then fucking Terry. I didn't even know who Terry was when he was added. Terry. The, Terry Bogard. I don't even, I didn't even know who that was, uh, you know, when he was added. So I was just like, it could be anyone. I don't know. So just Crash Bandicoot, you know, Sora, Master Chief, the obvious <gasps> answers that everyone gives. Who knows? I don't know. What you got, Jimmy? Fucking what's his face? Ace Detective. Okay. Phoenix yeah. right, baby. Yeah, okay. You know what? I have seen that would some... That be a good one. I have seen some people clamoring for that one. Ace, I mean, he, he's been in a fighting game. He was in Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. I, I even saw someone like pitch a perfect reveal for it, where it's just like, put it in the Mario Sunshine trial room when Mario's on trial and have <laughs> Phoenix right come in and represent <laughs> And that's how he gets added to Smash. I mean, they, this new one's starting a whole new series. It's called the uh, Ace Attorney Chronicles. It's going back in time to his uh, heritage. So you never know. Yeah, could be, could be, could be, uh, you know, could could be him. Who knows? Could, we could have predicted it here. Phoenix Wright would be a good one. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, but all right, that's uh, that's it for the show. We got everything that I wanted to hit here today. Uh, Zach, Jimmy, you guys have anything you guys want to say to help finish off the show here? Oh, I'm gonna say my usual spiel of like, comment, subscribe, uh, rate, do whatever any platform you. Whatever platform you may be listening or watching this on allows. If you are watching this on YouTube and you like what's going on, you can hit that subscribe. And if you care enough to know when we upload videos, you can then hit the bell and it'll pop up in your notification box whenever uh, Alex decides to upload something. <laughs> and you can check it out and maybe continue or finally go, mm, maybe I shouldn't have hit that. <laughs> but thank you. Jimmy, right. you got anything? Uh, not too much. I appreciate the invite. I had a good time. Hopefully, uh, could do this again sometime. And uh, that's it. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed having you on the show. It was, it was basically exactly what I expected. I mean, I, yeah. it's, it's exactly what I was expecting when you told me you were going to bring Jimmy on. Yeah, so it, it was, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Also, shout out to the fact that didn't have any tech issues. All right. Let's go. We had two episodes in a row, both having a tech issue. So no tech issues today. So shout out to that. If you guys made it all the way to the end, we appreciate the hell out of you for that. Make sure to like do everything that he said because he's better at breaking it down than me. Uh, go follow us on Twitter at LH Gamers Podcast as well as check out my other podcast at Animan Podcast as well. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, man, let's, let's let's have a good week. You know, E3 is here. Let's get excited. Uh, make sure you know check out all the streams. It's going to be a good time. Well, hopefully you guys have an absolutely wonderful day. See you. Bye.